0: You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. You're listening to MLB.com Extras, brought to you by MLB.tv. It's baseball everywhere.
1: The Padres are not waiting until the uh, trade deadline to reinforce their team for the future so they've already made a big deal uh, let's talk about that with AJ Casvel our awesome beat writer for the Padres on All footer AJ uh, so they traded Fernando Rodney um, and smartly because I mean how much do you need a closer when you're not winning a whole lot of games but uh, they got back a picture that they, see, they they made a trade with the Marlins they got back a picture that AJ Preller seems to think is a future, uh, middle of the rotation starter. So
0: what can you tell us about him? Well, I mean, he's, he's been unbelievable this year. If you look at his, uh, Fernando Rodney's numbers at the major league level, just to take those numbers and kind of apply them to the at the minor league level. He's been, he's allowed, I think nine hits and two walks over 28 innings. So his whip is something around 24, his ERA. He's, he's allowed, I think three earned runs and six starts. So, uh, I think this year he's boosted his stock a lot. Uh, it, it sounds like Preller kind of viewed him as uh, the best pitching prospect or one of the best pitching prospects in the Marlins system. Obviously, like you said, uh, the idea of trading Fernando Rodney, that's kind of one of the more obvious trade uh, possibilities. not I didn't necessarily see it coming this fast, but uh, you don't necessarily need a closer uh, when you're – closers are luxuries. Closers are luxuries for teams that are competing for the playoffs. and Right now the Padres aren't, so – uh, I think that trade was coming, and uh, probably said he fielded calls from about 10 different teams. So uh, uh, I guess he liked the Marlins offer the best. If you look at Paddock's stats so far, uh, you can kind of see why.
1: Yeah, so we should mention Chris Paddock is uh, 20 years old and at Class A, and 6 starts, he allowed three earned runs and a .95 ERA, which is basically like equal to not having the ERA. Um, and, mm-hmm. I, I mean, you can't really – I guess he had to also weigh like when he wanted this whatever player they obtained to really be ready to help the major league team. Um I'm sure that they have a vision of exactly I mean, I don't I'm I know they have a vision. I don't know if they have like a concrete plan for exactly like when they see themselves being competitive on the major league level, but the one thing you have to be careful of, I guess, right, is to not, um get somebody who might be ready too early, which sounds kind of weird, but it's going to take them a while to put this whole thing together, so somebody who might be ready two or three years down the road, I guess, is sort of what they're looking for at this point, right?
0: Yeah, yeah, and I think uh, the the one thing they were really looking for was pitching, uh, pitching depth in their minor leagues, because they have some pretty good hitting prospects that are almost, uh, that are kind of on the brink of breaking through at the major league level, but the depth of pitching in their minor league system isn't isn't quite up to the the depth that they're hitting, so... That's kind of what Paddock brings, and obviously he's he's probably not going to arrive maybe till 2019. Uh, but you know what they're building for the future, and that's kind of that, we saw it with the James Shields trade earlier when they got Fernando Tatis Jr. 17. Well, he's not going to help for another five years. But basically, what they're doing is they're taking these these veterans who are kind of luxuries at this point and trying to uh, trying to turn them into uh, to, to turn them into pieces in their minor league system. Okay, so who take They do
1: need a closer for, you know, some purposes. Um, so who takes over that role?
0: Well, right now it looks like Ryan Buchter. Uh, and he's kind of been one of the more fun, interesting stories on the Padres this season. He's, uh, his VRA is something around 2.9. Uh, I can only remember one time this season where he gave up runs in a uh, key situation. He's kind of, I, I think his VRA might not even, might, it probably deserves to be better than it is. He gave up. Few runs uh, on Wednesday when he was uh, in a, in a in kind of a mop up duty because he hadn't pitched in a while, but uh, he's really interesting because a lot of teams passed on him. He's in the Braves system, he was in the Dodgers system, and they kind of didn't really give him a chance. And he's one of those guys uh, you will see in the NBA a lot, but he, he kind of he plays with the chip on his shoulder. He kind of wants to prove those teams, teams wrong, and he'll tell you that. Um, and I think the reason most teams passed on him is because he was a one pitch pitcher. He throws a fastball, and a fastball is not especially. It's pretty much league average velocity-wise, but he locates it perfectly, and he has a high spin rate on it. So guys don't pick it up very well, and he gets a lot of swings and misses. Um, he, kinda, he has the right mentality to be a closer because uh, he really never, never, he never wants to give in on the mound. Uh, so I, I think uh, it'll be interesting to see. He certainly earned it uh, with what he's done this season, and he's a fun guy to watch.
1: So, Will Myers had a really good June. So, he had 327, on um, base percentage 429, slugging 7, 765. I mean, just a great, great June, uh, which is good for a few reasons. But one, it's because I mean, he's probably going to be the Padres All Star. And the Padres are hosting this game. So, they really wanted to have like a legit guy, right? I mean, there's years where a team that's really scuffling, they don't have like an obvious All Star, and it'll be like somebody makes it because every team has to be
0: representative.
1: It's nice to see, like, that the Padres have now that Fernando Rodney has been traded. I mean, this is probably their All Star, right?
0: Yeah, and there's there's a small case you can make for Drew Pomeranz. and think maybe he pitches well tomorrow. He could get some consideration, but without Fernando Rodney in the mix, and I think Chris, I think Rodney is, is an All Star. He'll probably be an All Star for the Marlins now. Uh, without Rodney in the mix, Myers is as much of a lock as you'll see, which is which is kind of exactly what the Padres wanted. He's a, uh, I mean. He's young. He's kind of – he could be the face of the franchise for a few years to come. Um, uh, I know I've talked to Will uh, a few times. He wants to participate in the Home Run Derby, uh, like, desperately. So he, hmm. he wants to kind of be the, the Padres face during All-Star Week, uh, and he's earned it with what he did in June. Because what he did in June, was it, it, it ranks right among the best months in Padres history. I, I kind of broke it down the other day and had it as the best month in 15 years uh, he was really that good. His eleven home runs were were a Padres franchise record for June. So uh, I mean, coming into this month, it wasn't it really wasn't like that for him, but he's just taken off and and it looks like he'll be in the all- star game. Uh, some
1: news that was a bummer, John Jay, um, so he fractured his right forearm. He's gonna be out a month. Um, I guess it took them a while to come to that conclusion because he's actually suffered this hit being hit by a pitch a couple of weeks ago. Uh, but to just like just determine that it was indeed a fracture, this is really bad for a couple reasons. Number one, he was one of the more productive players. Number two, he's also one of the bigger trade chips that they have, right? So that kind of muddies the waters a little bit.
0: Yeah, he might have been the biggest trade chip because, I mean, it, just in terms of a guy on his, on the last year of his contract, because um, he's he's been such a consistent performer this season. He does everything. He does everything well. He hits righties. He hits lefties. He plays good. He plays good defense. He can run a little bit. Um, so I think there, there would be probably six or seven teams lining up for a guy like that that are in contention right now, a center fielder. Um, and it, it definitely hurts the Padres because uh, the, the timing of the injury is what's the worst. If it had happened three weeks ago, then maybe he'd be back with a couple weeks before the deadline and be able to show off that he's healthy and feeling fine. But right now it looks like he'll come back right around the trade deadline. And uh, that's, I mean, obviously part of it, part of what factors into it uh, would for why it's so disappointing is that he's performed well for the Padres. But I think in the broader picture, it's just the fact that who knows what they'll be able to get for him. Who knows if uh, he'll be back in time if they decide to trade him uh, before uh, August 1st.
1: And a team could still trade for him, and just under the understanding that he's close to coming back. But it would probably uh, take away from the quality of the prospect, just with the uncertainty, like how how is he going to come back? Is he going to be as good or is he going to struggle? I guess that's the big problem, right?
0: Exactly. And I, I think uh, it, it sounds like it's a, a small fracture. Um, and if you look at kind of John Jay's history, he's been one of the more consistent performers. So the Padres can kind of sell other teams on that while he's hurt. But, hey, when he's healthy, he he, he, he doesn't really go through slumps. If you look at the, some of the Padres' better hitters this season, Matt Kemp, Will Myers, uh, Solarte, they've all gone gone through their slumps, and then they've had their, their peaks. John Jay is kind of remarkable how he, he performs so consistently. Uh, I think maybe they could sell on that. He's obviously a hard worker. Uh, So we're just going to see what they do. Um, First and foremost, they're going to reevaluate him in two and a half weeks, and I guess that'll be the next step to to kind of figuring out what they're going to do.
1: Okay, good stuff. We'll keep our eye on that. Thank you so much, AJ. See you soon.
0: All right. Thanks for having me.